The Bible Podcast with your hosts Carl Peters and Ethan Schwartz. Welcome back. Welcome back. Wow. It's nice to be here. Can't believe that we are now eight episodes in. Eight whole episodes. And it's it's incredible that people are actually listening to this. I know. I I, I for one cannot believe it. What's wrong with you people? Uh no, don't insult them. Yeah, sorry. I hope you enjoyed the last Thank episode. Thank you very much for listening, and we hope you continue listening yes. to many more episodes. I hope that you found us well, yeah. and you've been, uh, and you kind of get what we're trying to do here. Yeah, and if you're, you know, on your way to work, or at the gym, or... Where, where do you listen to podcasts, by the way? Um, often on the way to work. I, I, these days I mostly walk to work, and so yeah. I get like a nice 30 minute walk with a podcast. Beautiful. Um... I used to listen to them at the gym a lot when I used to go to the gym, but I haven't been to the gym in years, yeah. so not that. Uh, what do you? Because I, I was just thinking what would be the best situation to mm. listen to the last episode we did. Interesting. About the, the, the circumcisions and you know the covenant with God yeah. and all that. I was like, because that was, it was a serious episode, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe driving to a bris. <laughs> Get you in the mood. Uh, yeah. 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 It's like a pregame for witnessing a circumcision. And and please, for those who may be unaware, a bris is um, is the, the the Jewish ceremony of circumcision, which occurs usually after eight days uh, for for a boy. And but the way that it kind of takes shape is that everyone just piles into someone's house early in the morning, and um, watches. The newborn baby, yeah, discard or be discarded of his foreskin, um, and it's brutal. And then he eats bagels, uh, and always we have bagels. Always, yeah. you can't have a bris without bagels. Yeah, and so there's like all, all the men in the room are squirming, thinking of their you know loved yeah. one, and um, deep, deep buried trauma. Yeah, God. Uh, anyway, I hope you enjoyed the last episode and you know, understood where all that comes from. But mm. we, are, we now move on. We're, we're, we're moving on to Genesis 18. Yeah, and uh, the heading for this is a son promised Abraham and Sarah. And so we're, we're getting into the fruits of the previous butchery of the foreskins. Yeah. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? 18. The Lord appeared to Abraham by the oaks of Mamre as he sat at the entrance of his tent in the heat of the day. He looked up and saw three men standing near him. When he saw them, he ran from the tent to meet them and bowed down to the ground. He said, My Lord, if I find favour with you, do not pass by your servant. Let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. Very simple life, wasn't it then? Very simple. Quite nice. Actually. Yeah, yeah. A little water, wash your feet, have a rest. Let me bring a little bread that you may refresh yourselves. And after that... I'd be like, you're all right. On. You're all right, mate. <laughs> Don't want that. You wouldn't take a um, little bread from the A little bread. Just wash my feet. Just, yeah, just wash my feet. <laughs> Since you have come to your servant. So they said, do as you have said. 
Yeah. It's just like, all right, if you're going to do all of that, fine. I'm not going to argue with you. There's one thing I want. It's a little bread. And Abraham hastened into the tent to Sarah and said, make ready quickly three measures of choice flour, knead it and make cakes. I can imagine the scene. But please, if you didn't hear the last episode, bear in mind that at this point, Abraham is 100. Yeah. And Sarah is 90. Yeah. These are not young people. No, no, no. no. So when it said he hastened into the tent, <laughs> uh, let's replace that word with shuffled yeah. into the tent and he's demanding bakery off his wife. Abraham ran to the herd, ran, yeah. ran to the herd and took a calf, tender and good, and gave it to the servant who hastened to prepare it. Then he took curds and milk and the calf that he had prepared and set it before him. And he stood by them under the tree while they ate. They said to him, where is your wife Sarah? And he said, there, in the tent, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) Then one said, I I will surely return, surely, I will surely return to you in due season. And your wife Sarah shall have a son. Doubt it. And Sarah was listening at the tent entrance behind him. (laughs) Now Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced in age. It had ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Basically, she, she stopped having periods. And no periods, that's, yeah. That's what they're trying to that's say. That's a really f- interesting way of saying it. It ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Yeah. It's just like... The manner of you women. You can tell that men wrote. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> only men would be like, you know, the thing that <laughs> women... I, li- I like how they, in the previous stopped. episode, that he, uh, how did they describe rape? He went, he in, went into her. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Um, so Sarah laughed to herself, saying, After I've grown old and my husband is old, shall I have pleasure? Um, that's what, that's I, mean, <laughs> I know that you're old, but is it really that bad with sure, Abraham? Sarah, so naughty. Um, Will I really have pleasure? The Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Shall I indeed bear a child now that I am old? Is anything too wonderful for the Lord? At the set time, I will return to you in due season, and Sarah shall have a son. God. I mean, fair point. He is the Lord. It's like, just shut up and listen. Yeah. I think God's got an identity problem here. True, because like people keep questioning the things he says, and he's like, just so you're all fucking aware, <laughs> I am the Lord. If, if I said it, I'll bloody do it. Do you want the son or not? But Sarah denied, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. Ooh. He said, oh, yes, you did laugh. <laughs> oh, yes. I'd do anything to I'd pay money if someone said to me how much money would you pay to go back in time and see this exact exchange oh I'd be my like, god take it all millions yeah. I don't have that but I mean any any money that would ever be take available. the dog oh yes you did laugh that is amazing god judgement pronounced on Sodom a, a, shot, <laughs> a quick change of tone then the men set out from there, and they looked towards Sodom. And Abraham went with them to set their way on, set them on their way. The Lord said, "Shall I hide from Abraham what I am about to do? Sent, seeing that Abraham shall become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him." 
No, for I have chosen him, that he may charge his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice, okay. so that the Lord may bring about for Abraham what he has promised them. Then the Lord said, How great is the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah, and how very grave their sin. I must go down and see whatever they have done altogether according to the outcry that has come to me, and if not, I will know. I don't understand what's going on. Right, I mean, he, he's like, look, something bad's happening over there in Sodom and Gomorrah, but... Damned if I know what's going on, God. After you just did this whole thing, yeah, like, he's yeah. God, and you can't laugh at him, and like, fuck you, Sarah, you're going to have a child whether you like it or not. Because I'm God. Because I'm God. And I know everything, I'm the man. Yeah. It's like, what's going on down there? Yeah. What, there's some, uh, some, rump- people, some rumpus. People, uh, people, word has come to me that uh, something's going down over there. I'd like to know who tipped him off. Yeah. Like... It's not been mentioned. Is a, is there? Who's the squid? Who's, who's the uh, snitch? Who's, who's if you get a, if you get a second, just have a look at what's happening. You know, you might want to pop down yeah. there. Give it mine. Been to Sodom recently. It's a bit. You know, it's not the Sodom of old. <laughs> so oh, the men good. turned from there and went towards Sodom. While Abraham remained standing before the Lord, then Abraham came near and said, Will you indeed sweep away the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there are fifty righteous within the city. Will you then sweep away the place and not forgive it for the fifty righteous who are in it? That's a fair question. It's fair. This is one of Abraham's best moments, I think. Yeah. This is you one know, of my favourite Abraham moment. Don't shoot the man in the line of fire. Yeah. Far be it from you to do such a thing, to slay the righteous with the wicked, so that the righteous fare as the wicked. Far be that from you. Shall not the judge of all the earth do what is just? This is like Shakespeare. That's beautiful. Yeah. And it's also, it's, it's such a fair point. Like, you're the one who's telling us what's righteous and what's wicked. And now you're going to slaughter the righteous people with the wicked. Do you think Abraham's overstepping his... He's marked. Well, that's the question, right? Because Abraham's now arguing with God, like, who's previously established that he is the ruler of all things. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if Abraham's got something else going on, he's, or maybe he's had an affair with someone in Sodom and he doesn't want them to get. Right, maybe Abraham's a bit like. <sniffs> Never mind. But he's, he's, really, he's really fighting for the people of Sodom. Yeah. It's quite touching, actually. Yeah, if only they knew. And the Lord said. If I find at Sodom 50 righteous in the city, I will forgive the whole place for their sake. Which is an interesting concession. He's not been into concessions up to this point. But he needs 50. Yeah, he needs 50. It's quite a high barrier. Abraham answered, Let me take it upon myself to speak to the Lord. I, who am but dust and ashes. That's such a the lady doth protest too much moment. Poor, humble me. Let me take it upon myself. Just a country lawyer. <laughs> Suppose five of the fifty righteous are lacking. Will you destroy the whole city for lack of five? And he said, I will not destroy it if I find 45 there. Wow, there's negotiations. Negotiations. Again, he spoke to him. Suppose 40 are found. <laughs> I this, see is what ridic- doing. this is a ridiculous passage. He answered... For the sake of forty, I will not do it. Then he said, Oh, do not let the Lord be angry if I speak. Suppose thirty are found there. It's really pushing it. Really? He answered, I will not do it if I find thirty there. 
he said, let me take it upon myself to speak to the Lord. I like that he keeps saying that. <laughs> like God's going to not know what he's about oh to say. Oh my God. Go on. Surprise me. Speak to the Lord. <laughs> Suppose 20 are found there. He answered, for the sake of 20, I will not destroy it. Then he said, oh, do not the Lord, let the Lord be angry if I speak just once more. Suppose 10 are found there. He answered, for the sake of 10, I will not destroy it. And the Lord went his way when he had finished speaking to Abraham and Abraham returned to his place. Having done some great business. Yeah, seriously, on behalf good job. Of, on behalf of the people of Sodom. And yeah. Yeah. They were, so he, basically God is going to wipe out Sodom. Based on hearsay. Based on nothing but hearsay. Yeah, awesome anonymous tip. Yeah. Um, he was going to wipe everyone out. And he's like, okay, but if there's 50 good ones, don't like, okay, I won't. And he managed to get that down to, to 10. 10. Interesting. He drives a high, uh, hard bar yeah. in his eye, Brown. Yeah, at the end of his career. As at well. the, yeah, he's an old man. He doesn't need this. So that was, a, that was um, Genesis 18. Yeah, but now we move into Genesis 19, and I'm afraid things haven't gone as well as they might have hoped, for the subheading is the depravity of Sodom. But, but, but from a neutral perspective, this is the kind of... Um, chapter that would make me read the bible yeah or any oh book, for sure any book oh this is this is this is good stuff the two angels came to sodom in the evening and lot remember lot lot was sitting in the gateway of sodom when lot saw them he rose to meet them and bowed down with his face to the ground he said please my lords turn aside to your servant's house and spend the night and wash your feet then you can rise early and go on your way. What is it with this family and offering to wash people's feet? You know, it's interesting, though. Um, in Islam, that's a, that's a thing, isn't it? Before you pray. You wash your feet before prayer as part of the ablutions you do. Yeah, yeah so it must, it must be something in it. No, it's cultural. I guess it's cultural to the Middle East. Yeah, right? but interesting that that's remained. Um, uh, if the two are linked, which I presume they probably are. Mm. But it makes sense because... You're on your feet, your feet... Yeah, you're walking around, it's the desert. And also, they would have had, like, sandals or something. Right, nothing more, definitely. Yeah, you could probably wash them. Yeah. But before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both young and old, all the people to the last man, surrounded the house. And they called to Lot. Where are the men who came to you tonight? Oh, it's a mob, isn't it? Bring them out to us so that we may know them. Now. Now. No, 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 no. We've come across this before. Oh, have we? Uh, do we need to spell it out for people? The intentions of all of the men of Sodom, both young and old, to the last man, Hold on. are not pure. Hold on. Is that a verse of the Bible, or is that what you've just... Is that your... No, that before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, young and old, all the people to the last man, bring them out to us so that we may know them. I'm going to spell it out. Mm. In the Bible, yeah. When someone says that they know someone, yeah, they mean fuck. Yeah, them. they mean they mean fuck. So bring them out. We want to fuck them. Yeah. Against um, their know, will. Yeah, entirely against their will. Why? I mean, maybe they would consent. We don't know anything about these people. It might be the kind of. There's a very tiny chance that it is the kind of thing that these two angels of the Lord are into. 
Or maybe they just wanted to get to know them. I feel like that's unlikely yeah. based on based on all of the previous incidents uh, of of knowledge. people being forced upon without their consent. Yeah. Lot went out of the door to the men, shut the door after him, and said, I beg you, my brothers, do not act so wickedly. Look, I have two daughters who have not known a man. Let me bring them out to you and do to them as you please. Sorry, I just want to interject that this is Ethan reading from the Bible. Yeah. That's what it says. Dress it up. That's what it says. Should we read it again? He's saying, don't bug, I, I, bug on me. Yeah. I, no, well, it's nothing about Lot. Lot's fine in this scenario. Oh, it's the, no, the, the Lot's guests. Not, nothing's happening to Lot. It's the two guests who happen, although Lot isn't aware of this, to be angels of the Lord. Okay. I beg you, my brothers, all the men of Sodom, do not act so wickedly. Look, I have two daughters who have, have not known a man. Let me bring them out to you and do to them as you please. Only do nothing to these men, for they have come under the shelter of my roof. Now, it's what? like It's like being a mensch on one hand yeah. and a ruthless, you know... It was like his daughters his, as well. His two virgin daughters. daughters. He's like, look, guys. Would you put the... Rape um... my daughters all you want. Just don't rape these two strangers. <laughs> That's taking hospitality to a different level. Yeah, uh, an uncomfortable level. Uh, yeah. If but, you were one of the two strangers and you're inside uh, the house but, and you hear him say that and the daughters are just there and you're like, sorry about this. <laughs> <laughs> this, was not, was, this was not my intention. It was not the plan and, you know, sauce. Yeah. Oh my God. I oh, can't believe yeah. I didn't know this story. It's brilliant. The, the, yeah, no, this is good. This is another piece of the, the Bible not necessarily treating women in the best yeah, of ways. Yeah, it, it's remarkable. Um, so, Lot really cares about the shelter of his roof. But they replied, stand back. And they, <laughs> it's such a strange thing to do. Stand back, Lot. Or there might be fisticuffs. And they said, this fellow came here as an alien and he would play the judge. Because, of course, Lot's not from Sodom originally. Now we will deal worse with you than with them. At which point, I, if I were Lot, would be quivering. Yeah, I would definitely try and go back inside (laughs) and bolt the door. Um, then they pressed hard against the man Lot and came near the door to break it down. Take of that what you will. But the men inside reached out their hands and brought Lot into the house with them and shut the door. And they struck with blindness the men who were at the door of the house, both small and great, so that they were unable to find the door. Which is quite a, a handy tool to have in your, in your like a, a, a boat, whatever, a tool to have. Like a superpower. Yeah. To, well, because they're angels of the Lord. The so. gift of blindness. Yeah. To be able to just go, boom, blind. Someone's about to have their way with you. Boom, blind. You yeah. can't see me now. Wow. Okay. So this week's feature... By the way, I don't think that we've said this before. Mm. 
we only select the feature on the day when we meet up. Yeah. So we do look in beforehand. I mean, it's not that interesting how we do the podcast. We literally just sit on the sofa and chat shit. Mm. Uh, but we always select the Bible feature by whatever takes our fancy. Yeah. So, so when we're reading it, we're reading it for the first time. We don't know about these. Yeah, for sure. It's very rare that we've actually gotten through the article before. I don't think we've ever done that. No, or, or it's it's rare also that... Well, I don't know if we it's happened. any idea what it's talking about. Where someone said, oh, let's do a feature about this. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of chance and, and we'll kind of get better. But we do seem to find favour with... A particular website, um, a particular newspaper. Yep. Um, it is, of course, The Express. Brilliant. www.express.co.uk in their weird section of their news, web, news website. I think that says it all as to the sort of research we're doing to find these articles. And this is by a fella called Callum Hoare. Yeah. Published Friday, December 14th, 2018. Oh. That's... Which is the, actually the day we're recording this. Yeah. I don't know when it's going to be released, but it's the actual day we're recording this. So this is very current news. Bible proof. God's formula to create world found in hidden church symbol. Pray tell more. A symbol found in Christian places of worship around the world. It's actually so badly written. It says, a symbol found in Christian places of worships around the world uh, may have a secret meaning according to a bombshell documentary. The Flower of Life is the name given to the geometrical figure composed of multiple evenly spaced overlapping circles. What was that game called? You know where you have like um, you put your pen. It might even be before your time. Okay. There's like little cogs, and you put yeah. your pen in it, and you, you spin it round. It was called like Spira something. Oh, I did have that. Um, and it, it was impossible to do it really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had it at my grandma's house. And you would like jerk, and it would ruin it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that would create this kind of thing. Yes, that, that's the, that's exactly the theory. Yeah. You, know, you spin it round, and then it goes. And it makes yeah. a pattern. Yeah. The flower of light. So its perfect form, proportion, and harmony lead. Many philosophers, architects, and artists from around the world to study it over the years. <laughs> Some thought it provided a deep spiritual meaning and forms of enlightenment, leading it to be used for meditation. Very good. Various adaptations of the flower of life can be found in churches today, including the seed of life. What's that? Is that like so terribly stained glass window or something? The, the right. There's some evidence in a sec of some pictures. The windows of many cathedrals and churches can be seen made up of some form of this design before being stained. Ah, very nice. Uh, according to some researchers, the seed of life is a symbol of de- a symbol of depicting so bad. This is terrible. The seven days in which God reportedly created life. Netflix's. Re- Top 10 Mysteries and Secrets Revealed. Uh, uh, this is what I like. Um, is a sim- symbol depicting the seven days in which God reportedly... <laughs> no one reported it. 
Journalists thinking that life's one piece of bloody... In which God allegedly created life. No, you dick. In which the figure allegedly God... Um, I also, I just really appreciate that they managed to spin some copy out of watching Top 10 Mysteries and Secrets on Netflix, yeah. which has to be one of the lower down items on Netflix. There's, there's like, I need something to watch. I don't want to watch any. I mean, you really things. must have... I want something stupid as far. You must have burnt out every other decent Imagine. piece of material on Netflix. It is found in Gothic cathedrals, stained glass windows, in places of worship, and in the roots of many teachings. The 2017 documentary detailed. So, today this was published. They've written an article saying that a year ago a documentary was put on Netflix, which maybe proves how God created the world because of this particular pattern um, and there's a few pictures so there's a picture of a bible to the left Le- to the right a picture of a stained glass window and it says the caption the hidden symbol can be found in churches around the world i don't know how hidden it is because it is just yeah it's just there um, and then below that there's what looks like a sort of venn diagram the vesica pisces is supposed to represent the second day, is the caption. I don't know what that means. Uh, honestly, uh, who's writing this? This guy's an idiot. The New Age movement put forward the theory that the flower of life contains crucial information about the nature of space and time. They claim the symbol depicts the creation of the world and life itself, like a divine formula. The apparent formula can be broken down to reflect each day of work, and then there's some drawings of circles. Oh, that's cool. Um, the seed of life pulled from the flower of life. So the one has like three overlapping circles. Oh, and so, one it's, has like so it's four. it's seven circles. Seven overlapping circles. Yeah, and it creates like two, 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 um, and it creates this like spiraled effect where it looks like it's almost got three dimensions. It almost looks like a a, uh, a sphere. But it's got all these sort of interior yeah. chambers of it, yeah. the, like little bits. And inside the middle circle, it does look like a flower. It's cool. Um, the vesica. Ah, here we go. The vesica Pisces, two overlapping circles, or a Venn diagram, uh, represents the first day, followed by the tripod of life on the second. One sphere can then be added for each subsequent day, leaving the perfect replication of the seed of life by day six. According to the Bible, God then rested on day seven, known as the Sabbath or Shabbat. Well, aren't we learning something? Is that it? That's the end of the article. I mean... That was the worst article I've ever read. The thing about that is that he didn't even explain how... This is the formula, how, like, this is supposed to be a formula about how God created the earth. And he's just gone, look, if you just keep putting circles around other circles, eventually you'll get to six. But, but it's like saying, oh, seven. Yeah, 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 it's to do with God creating. Uh, creating. Uh, uh, and, if it was, uh, and if it was six, they would have said, yeah, yeah, because God created the world in six days. Mm. So they're just making whatever fit. It's yeah. just, this, is, this is what I hate, all this sort of stuff. 
But what I do like are the uh, three related articles that the Express website are suggesting. Okay, what are they? Um, the first, God sexually assaulted Mary by getting her pregnant without consent. The second... I'm speechless. I mean, yeah, and, and like, I, I have a feeling that the Express's take on that particular issue is... Particularly <laughs> unforgiving. <laughs> yeah. The second, biblical message, Denzel Washington left crying by angel experience. Denzel. Denzel Washington. He's a hero of mine. Yeah, absolutely. A hero of every good-hearted person. The next, Lord's Prayer to change as it implies God induces temptation. Wow. Those are three wildly different articles. God induces temptation. Sodom and Gomorrah destroyed is the next subheading. Then the men said to Lot, Have you anyone else here? Sons-in-law, sons, daughters, or anyone you have in the city? Bring them out of the place, for we are about to destroy this place, because the outcry against his people has become great before the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. Oh no. So Lot went out and said to his sons-in-law, who were to marry his daughters, Up, get out of this place, for the Lord is about to destroy the city. But he seemed to his sons-in-law to be jesting. I can imagine. Listen, get out. Get out. Trust me, God's going to destroy it. Shut up. Shut up. Fuck off. Shut up. What are you on about? Go back to offering our wives up. When morning dawned, the angels urged Lot, saying, Get up, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, or else you will be consumed in the punishment of the city. Which really paints a picture of what this punishment is going to look like. Yeah. Like, clearly they're not good people, the people of Sodom. That's been established. Yeah. But this punishment is going to be so brutal that no one will be spared. But he lingered. So the men seized him and his wife and his two daughters by the hand. The Lord being merciful to him... And they brought him out and left him outside the city. God really wants Lot to not get killed at this yeah, point. Yeah, God's like... He's giving know, him his chances, in fairness. And, and to be, you know, Lot, he's a, he's a relative of Abraham. He's made the... You know, he's, he's, he's a protected person in this scenario. I right? think God's still got, and, got the, the bargaining that he did with Abraham, like, right. rooted in his yeah. brain. And also, I just want to pause. And Lot is now deemed a good person... Because he offered up his daughters to be raped in place of the two strange men. That's the reason why they're all like, yeah, Lot, you should kind of save yourself from this. You're all right. This is mad, isn't it? When they brought them outside, they said, flee for your life. Do not look back or stop anywhere in the plain. Flee to the hills or else you will be consumed. And Lot said to them, oh no, my lords, your servant has found favor with you. And you, shall, you have shown me great kindness in saving my life, but I cannot flee to the hills, for fear the disaster will overtake me and I die. Look, that city is near enough to flee to, and it is a little one. Let me escape there. Is it not a little one? My life will be saved. He said to him, Very well, I grant you this favour too, and will not overthrow the city of which you have spoken. Okay. Hurry, escape there, for I can do nothing until you arrive there. Therefore the city was called Zoar. The sun had risen on the earth when Lot came to Zoar. 
then the Lord. He's not much of a mountain man. No, he's it's not a, into the mountains. He's a, a city <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, he sees the mountains. He's like, I see that. It looks nice, but not. Thank you for the saviour, but. Yeah, but. You got anywhere else? Yeah. I see the mountain, but you see over there, there's a little city. <laughs> That's more my style. Yeah. Then the Lord rained on Sodom and Gomorrah sulfur and fire from the Lord out of heaven. Wow. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and what grew on the ground. But Lot's wife behind him looked back. No, don't do it. And she became a pillar of salt. Wow. Abraham. That is biblical. Yeah, I mean, it nice. certainly is. No one wants to become a pillar of salt. I wonder where this is because... I, I honestly, I've been to the Dead Sea, right? Yeah. And I've been there, and I'm like, looking around for my missus or an ice cream yeah. or something. It's just salt everywhere. Salt everywhere. I wonder if whoever, you know, if Lot just mis mm. misremembered where his wife went, and then all. He, and then it's like, ah, oh, shit. What's that? with all this salt? Ah, it must. Be. Yeah. <laughs> Who could find a woman? No salt. Salt it is. That's um, my wife. Yeah. She, she must have looked she back. She must have looked back. Yeah. Silly her. Always doing things like that. Looking back. Such her style. You know, I'm just a progressive guy. And... Such a shame. Such a shame. <laughs> Abraham went early in the morning to the place where he had stood before the Lord. And he looked down towards Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> At this point, he's, thinking, he's going up. He's going to the place. He's like, I did a good deed. I saved these cities. Yeah. I'm just going to check. Just going to make sure Sodom and Gomorrah is still there after the agreement I just made. And toward all the land of the plain, and saw the smoke of the land going up like the smoke of a furnace. Wow. So it was that, when God destroyed the cities of the plain, God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow. And he overthrew the cities in which Lot had settled. Well, that was a big event, wasn't it? That was. It was, you know what, I feel like they could have made a film out of that. Yeah, I've watched that. Mate, amazing. I feel like it should be in Italian though. I don't know why. I feel like it would just it would it would suit Italian. It's so, that kind of drama. It's like kind of like gangs. Yeah. You know. Everyone's overly emotional. Yeah. Everyone they they have questionable attitudes towards uh, sex and family procreation. Yeah. The shameful nothing against the Italians. The shameful origin of Moab and Ammon. Now Lot went up out of Zoar and settled in the hills. Oh, now he goes to the hills. Settled in the hills with his two daughters, for he was afraid to stay in Zoar. Because he's seen what happens in cities before. Yeah, Although yeah. he likes, he's attracted to the city. The city has burned him once before. Yeah, yeah. So he lived in a cave with his two daughters. And the firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old and there is not a man on earth to come into us after the manner of all the world. Uh-oh. I see where this is going. Wow. Come, let us make our father drink oh, wine. Oh, no. no. And we will lie with him. Oh, God. So that way we may preserve offspring through our father. Um, are we reading this right? There's so much incest, isn't there? It's ridiculous. Now, there aren't that, to be fair, there aren't that many people around. Yeah. And, 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 and this kind of behavior has been well established as a not unreasonable thing yeah. to do. I, I also... There was a whole incident with Ham and... Noah well, well, that's the point. I, I like that we're at this point now where uh, sexual misbehaviour through alcohol yeah. is like a thing. Yeah, oh, it's such a thing. Everyone's like, wine? 
I know what to do Listen, here. listen, we've got to procreate. We need to shag dad. That's the only way. Get we the live, one. We live in a cave. We couldn't possibly leave the cave down to the town that we were in before. Wow. No, got to leave the cave. We need to find a man to come into us. Come, let us make our father drink wine and we will lie with him so that we may preserve offspring through our father. So they made their father drink wine that night and the, off, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father. He did not know when she lay down or when she rose. On the, because he was battered. Because he was absolutely pissed. He had no idea what was going on. Wow. Um, and, you know, men can be victims of sexual violence too. On the next day, the firstborn said to the younger, Look, I lay last night with my father. <laughs> Let us make him drink wine tonight also. Then you go in and lie with him. Wow. It she... was all right. <laughs> so that we may preserve offspring through our father. So that I, I like that Lot just, he's got no, he's such a pisshead that he's like, Oh, you want to drink some wine? <laughs> I like wine. <laughs> all right. He's got no memory of what Where's happened it? before. He's just like, wine? Wine, anyone? Wine yeah. time? Did I, have wine, did I have wine last night? Are we stuck in a cave with nothing to do? <laughs> Let's I'm, get pissed. I remember the first glass. I don't remember the rest. Yeah, I don't, what, was, did, did someone put something in my wine? Or, um, so, they made a blah, 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 blah. So, they made their father drink wine that night also, and the younger rose and lay with him. And he did not know when she lay down or when she rose. Wow. Thus, both the daughters of Lot became pregnant by their father. That is So soap opera. Yeah, they've done it once. Yeah. Pregnant. Just like that. I guess they're probably relatively fertile. Could I mean, be. They must be. Yeah. Well, it's proven. Yeah, true. <laughs> the firstborn bore a son and named him Moab. He is the ancestor of the Moabites to this day. <laughs> the younger also bore a son and named him Ben-Ami. He is the ancestor of the Ammonites to this day. Wow. I, honestly, I'm, I'm totally exhausted after that. <laughs> and, and, and I'm not even lot. No. Wow. Uh, so I mean, that, that is Genesis... 19 that we've just read yeah. so that's, that's eight, this episode is uh, Genesis 18 and 19 yeah um, there's some heavy material there man and that's yeah it's a serious that's, bit of work there's there's a lot of bad things being done to different people I, I, in and out of caves I really didn't think that we were going to come into this episode and be confronted with um, mass uh, gang rape yeah or at least attempt the, the, the threat yeah. the direct threat thereof yeah uh, incest uh, binge drinking yeah it's amazing do you think in some way the incest was a bit of a uh, I'll get you for what you offered to do previously when you offered us up in yeah. place of those random dudes that had just walked into our house or maybe they were a bit let down because nothing ever happened of that true I mean is that bad? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But they were a bit horny. Oh, no. Well, at this point, they were definitely horny. Well, let, I'll tell you what we can discuss is for sure the fact that Lot's 
two daughters who've been saved, in fairness, because he was a relatively decent guy. Yeah. In this episode, they've been offered up to be raped yeah. by their father, yeah. which eventually didn't happen. They've then been schlepped around, lived in a cave, and yeah. then... For Just whatever them reason, and their dad, because their wife, their mom is now pillar of salt. Yeah, the mother's a pillar of salt. Yeah. And if the trauma of the threat of being offered up to be raped, yeah. the mother being turned into a pillar of yeah. salt, how? I think I'd be pretty messed up at this point oh, too. Oh, for sure. They've seen and been through some really horrible things. In which case, the fact that the older one is suggesting that they, you know, have sex with their own father. Yeah. In the absence of anybody else. Right. Well, in fairness, she did specify the purpose of procreation. Yeah, and she was like, look, there's no one else around. What are we going to do? We need to find a man. And there's only one man in this cave. Yeah. and, and But uh, the thing that I like, or kind of don't like, but sort of do, is that after she did it on the first night, yeah. then the next night she says, so just listen, trust me, not that bad. Yeah. Get it done. You want to do it. And also, I like that they're taking charge. I like that this is one of the few instances, you know, an instance where the, yeah. the women are, like, actually in power at this moment. Yeah, and the, and the man is literally just a... He's a, he's a vehicle, he's nothing. Right. And he doesn't even... It, there's no mention of his response to the situation or whether... How it made him feel, whether he... Like, he doesn't have any voice, which is interesting. In fact, he's totally diminished because it says that he didn't know when it, when he lay down or when he woke up. Or yeah. Like, you... Yeah, he's just, uh, he's just there. In fact, if anything, it's calling him a drunk idiot. True. Um, really interesting. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, guys, I mean, I am done in. That was... Yeah. Uh, that was no, I, I need a stiff drink. Yeah. After that. That was episode eight. Yeah. Um, we're going to come back, hopefully next week, if we still like each other. Yeah. Uh, with episode nine, which we should cover at least Genesis 20 and 21. Genesis 20 and 21, and maybe even a bit more. Uh, 21 is going to get... 21 is things getting really interesting. I, I think... The, I think we, do we come into the... Uh, is Isaac come along? And 22 is uh, my favourite. Okay, so we'll do an epic episode next week, 2021 and 22. Yeah. Um, please. Isaac will, Isaac will feature. Uh, if there's anything that you guys think about this episode or the feature. Yeah, and it, or if you think that we've said anything <laughs> too offensive or not offensive enough, then please yeah. email in at abominationpodcast at gmail.com. I, I, I would, you know, there is a caveat here that the things we're talking about are literally things that we're reading in the Bible. Yeah, no, we are just word for word reading the Bible. Um, we're not making this up. And, and, and it, it, it's actually a little bit shocking to me to kind of go through this now that I have a different, I suppose, life viewpoint. I don't know. Right. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. The explicit nature of some of this stuff. They didn't need to put it in. No. But it's there. I wonder why that is. Right. And, you know, it's there to... In some senses, some of it's there to impart some kind of lesson, right? Yeah. And you wonder what the lesson is. Well, I think the lesson might be this. If there's um, an angry gaggle of men outside your front door... Yeah. Don't offer your children up for... No. The sexual Just don't offer anyone up. Just... Just yeah, pe- people are people, yeah. and their sexual tendencies are not in your control. Absolutely. Um, 
end on that note. Let's end on that note. Um, Thank you for joining us. Thank you indeed for, for joining us. Stay um, safe. Uh, you can tweet at us at Abomination Pod on Twitter. And you can find us on Instagram as well. And see you next time. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. Abomination, the Bible podcast, is brought to you by Schwartz and Peters Productions. Music by Amit Maimon. Recorded at Kohanstam Studios in sunny North Tel Aviv. Bye-bye.